Life Audio. Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm excited to have Raphael Jaundry with us. She has dedicated her life to helping people overcome auditory problems and enhance their lives through better brain performance. She was guided to introduce her mother to sound therapy, which proved life-changing for fatigue, insomnia, sound sensitivity, and difficulty hearing in social situations. As a result, Raphael and her mother developed the Self-Help Sound Therapy Program, which helped thousands of people to find relief for tinnitus, dizziness, anxiety, and sleep. As a world leader in self-help sound therapy, Raphael has enabled individuals from all walks of life to benefit from unique discoveries about how the ears can enhance the performance of the entire nervous system. She's authored three best-selling books and helped many thousands of listeners to improve communication, learning, focus, sleep, creativity, and brain performance. Welcome, Raphael. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lauren. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, tell us a little bit more about the initial story. I'm so fascinated by the fact that you were kind of guided to help your mom. What what was going on at that? Yes. Point? Yeah. Yes. Well, it was it was an extraordinary confluence of events, I suppose. You see, my mother had always had these problems when we were growing up where she couldn't follow a conversation in a noisy room. If there were any background voices, she simply could not focus. It was socially debilitating. So she never went to parties or even dinner parties and, and just couldn't socialise in groups. And she was also extremely sensitive to loud noise. So if a truck went past in town or lawnmowers around, it was it was really painful for her. Right. And when I was working in Paris as an au pair when I was 20, I had a chance meeting with a doctor who was over there uh, training with Dr. Alfred Tomatis. Now, the doctor I met was from Canada. 
He was training in Paris in sound therapy with the genius founder of sound therapy, the ENT, Innerstroit Specialist, Dr. Alfred Tomatis. And he mentioned sound therapy and I was curious. So I asked him, well, what is it? And he told me a bit about it. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if that would help my mother. So I asked him and he said, oh, yes, it would fix those problems. Oh, wow. And I was really amazed because I'd never met anyone who'd even heard of this, let alone purported to have a treatment for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we thought our mother was the only one who had these odd uh, difficulties with hearing, but I now know it's extremely common. The kind of problems she had affect 20% of the population. Oh, wow. So when he assured me the program was Yes. <laughs> when he assured me the program would help her, I wrote to my mother and said, this man's setting up a clinic in Montreal. Why don't you go and have the treatment? Uh-huh. And she did. She enrolled for She was one of the very first people in Canada to experience Dr. Tomata's sound therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> she had the treatment and it was absolutely life-changing. Wow. Not only did it fix her hearing problems, the fascinating thing was that it fixed, well, the side effects of the treatment, so-called, were that it fixed her chronic insomnia and her chronic exhaustion, and her writer's block. So it's working on the brain and the nervous system, not just the ears, and Mm -hmm. actually working to recharge the brain. What we learned when we then studied Dr. Tomatis' work is that the brain is like a battery. The brain, Mm -hmm. of course, as you know, is both electrical and chemical, Mm -hmm. and sound therapy works on that electrical side in Mm -hmm. effect charge the brain using high frequency sound huh. and it sounds a bit scary when you say high frequency sound because that sounds like a, a high-pitched you know tone or something but it's within music we do it right. all with music okay and so where we went on from there was my mother had the treatment it was life-changing for her and she then had the opportunity we moved out to western canada to saskatchewan mm-hmm. and the opportunity presented itself for my mother to meet um, some monks who had a, a monastery there in a school who were working with sound therapy, who had trained with Dr. Tomatis. They were Benedictine oh, wow. monks. And uh, when she approached them, <laughs> I know, it's amazing <laughs> that the coincidences coinciding yeah. happened. But she approached them and they were only too happy to help her and for her to access the therapy at the monastery uh-huh. um, where yeah. they ran a special school for teenagers with learning difficulties. That's why they had the therapy there. And so she was able to use the therapy again and all the benefits came back because they had worn off when she stopped having the treatment. Um, And then the idea merged between her and Father Lawrence to put the program on cassette tape. This was the 1980s. We had cassette tapes. And we had the Sony Walkman. For the first time ever we had quality portable audio. Uh And so they put the program out on cassette tape with the Sony Walkman. My mother wrote a book about it, which has been a bestseller seller ever since, which found its own way to 45 countries around the world. Uh-huh. And we started sharing the program with the public. Mm-hmm. And one of the most interesting things that then happened is people started writing to us and saying, it's cured my tinnitus uh-huh. or That's tinnitus. Yeah. We didn't even know what tinnitus was, right. but it's yeah. really in the ears, noise in the ears. If you can right. hear it and someone else can't, that's tinnitus mm-hmm. and sound therapy proved to be an amazing solution for this affliction. Yeah, that's incredible. And so that has become a main focus with the business that mm-hmm. we are able to offer a self-help treatment people can do at home, which mm-hmm. helps many different ear-related problems 
and in particular tinnitus. So tell us a little bit about what the program itself actually is. Like, it sounds like it's it's something that people listen to. Is it now on MP3? Do people download it into their devices and just listen? Or how does it work? Yes. So we evolved through many different ways. Our aim has always been to deliver the product in the most accessible and convenient form, you know, mm-hmm. quality portable audio. So we had the cassette tape for many years. Then we had the CD Walkman that you could carry around. But then we progressed to small digital players. Mm -hmm. And they're better Mm -hmm. quality than just an MP3 player. We don't use MP3 files. We use WAV files, which are high-quality audio, and that's important to to deliver the right sound. So we use our own dedicated players purpose-made for this, Mm -hmm. and the sound Mm -hmm. therapy comes on, on the little player, and people just plug the headphones and listen. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is we found that you can listen while you go about your day. So you don't have to sit and concentrate on it at all. Right. Now, in the right. clinic, the way my mother did it, she would go in and she would just be there listening. But still, they would encourage her to do some writing or reading or craft or something to be occupied because that way you're activating more centers in the brain. If you're just focusing on the sound, you're not engaging as much of the brain. Right. So they actually right. you do other things at the same time. It's more effective Interesting. because more of the brain is active and getting engaged while you're listening. Huh. So this opened the way to our portable system where we just say, just carry on with your day. Just yeah. have it on in low volume mm-hmm. and do whatever you do. Yeah. And headphones are open. So mm-hmm. you can still have a conversation with it on. You can still watch TV with it on. You can do practically anything. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So can you go into like the science behind why this works a little bit? Like what, what kind of frequency are you choosing and yes. what it help? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So Dr. Tomatis, of course, spent his life developing the program and experimenting with different uh, filtering methods. Originally he worked with singers because his father was a singer and, and sent singers to him who's lost their voices and said, what's wrong with them? And Dr. Tomatis found it was related to the ear. And he discovered this by changing the filtering and feeding their voice back to them. So he made some key discoveries. One was that the singers performed, and this is true of everyone, not just singers, we perform better if the right ear is the leading ear. Hmm. Okay. So when okay. he played their voice back with the right ear louder, they could sing better. Their mm-hmm. vocal range was better, their their fluency, their pitch, everything. And this has been applied now to children with learning difficulties and people with any kind of language challenges, auditory processing problems. We all Mm -hmm. function better if the right ear leads. And that sounds odd because some people are right-handed and some people are left-handed. It's got nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. It's the brain. The language centre, the primary language centre is in the left side of the brain for Mm -hmm. everyone except mirror image twins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The heart is on the left for everyone except mirror image twins. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're structured in the way that most people are, Mm -hmm. the heart is on the left, the left hemisphere is the language centre, you need to be right ear dominant Mm -hmm. in order for language to be processed efficiently. Mm-hmm. So because the right ear connects to the left side of the brain and vice versa, there's that crossover. Right. So we are activating the right ear more than the left with sound therapy, and that's built into all of the music programs, and that retrains our language ability. Right. So stutterers stop stuttering, dyslexics stop reversing their letters, and people who just have trouble expressing themselves in words find they can do that more fluently. Oh, that's so that's one yeah. the training of the right ear. Uh-huh. But overall in the program, we're filtering, we use classical music, 
because mm-hmm. it's the best kind of music for the brain. It has complex rhythm, complex harmony and complex melody, which activates at least 10 completely different centres in the brain. Mm-hmm. So we use classical music, but we filter it with the electronic ear. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the device Dr. Tomatoes developed for filtering the sound so that it's presenting the ear with alternating high and low tones. Now, okay. this is built, okay. <clears throat> it's built into the music. It doesn't sound strange or anything. You might hear some little switching in there. But for the ear muscles, it's quite significant. It's quite strong because mm-hmm. we're switching between an emphasis on the high frequencies and an emphasis on the low frequencies. And that means the muscles in the ear are continually adjusting. Mm-hmm. So we say it's like taking your ears to the gym. Mm-hmm. And it truly is. It's working out the ear muscles as you listen. Oh, wow. And seen evidence of this over the years because um, some people might get a bit of pain in their ears just just momentarily, you know, as it gets those muscles working. And if people overdo the program at the, at initially, it can be it can be a little bit can set them back a bit. So you have to build up gradually, and, and we provide all the yeah. advice for that. But also, some people suffer from chronic blocked ear, chronic eustachian tube disorder, uh-huh. and this is a very little known and misunderstood condition that often falls between the cracks. Doctors and audiologists often miss it because they're not looking for fine-tuned muscle function. They're looking for infections or tumours or obvious things like that, and they do the pressure test. They don't actually pick up on chronic eustachian tube disorder, which is where the muscles that open and close the eustachian tube are not performing as well as they should. So Mm -hmm. people go around with this feeling of chronic blocked ear or pressure in the ears. Mm-hmm. Now, when they do sound therapy, it activates those muscles. It activates the muscles of the middle ear, the hammer and the stirrup muscle, and also the four muscles that work the eustachian tube, and it retrains them. And for most people, that chronic blocked ear problem is dissolved. Okay. After a, a few weeks or months, their ear clears, they can hear normally again and okay. don't have that annoying sensation, and that's part of also treating the tinnitus for people yeah. who have tinnitus. So sound therapy is working physiologically on the ear, the brain, and the nervous system. Mm-hmm. So I've talked about stimulating the brain, mm-hmm. um, activating the ear. The other aspect is the vagal nerve. Mm-hmm. So the vagal nerve, of course, has two branches. There's the fight or flight branch, which puts us, puts us into a panic reaction, but then there's the ventral vagus, which is the social engagement nerve, which mm-hmm. ter- puts, you know, when it's switched on, we're in a state of calm, connection, mm-hmm. trust, and well-being. Mm-hmm. It's been shown in recent research by Dr. Stephen Porters that when you activate the middle ear muscles, this switches on the ventral vagus. Mm-hmm. So it immediately mm-hmm. puts the nervous system into a state of calm relaxation. Yeah. And this explains why we've observed over the years that people with high anxiety calm down when they do sound therapy. Great, interesting. And for all of us, it just helps us sleep uh-huh. and be more focused and calmer generally. Yeah. Is there any connection between people who need sound therapy and like electromagnetic uh, field sensitivity to your knowledge? Sounds like there. Yes. Okay. Yes. We have had people with EMF sensitivity who have found that they benefited from sound therapy. And in fact, my mother was one of those early people who was EMF sensitive. She couldn't stand shopping malls, even going into the bank was a trauma for her. So she would always wear her sound therapy at those times. And it seemed to help her. It seemed to help her stay calmer and more integrated. Mm -hmm. And so for many people with EMF, 
it mm-hmm. will help and it will be part of the solution. Right. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense considering the way that EMF works is it's disrupting the ion signaling, uh, the electrical mm-hmm. signaling. And that sounds like exactly mm-hmm. what this is essentially trying to fix. If there's That's an right. mismatch, then we're yes. hitting retraining. So mm. cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's incredible. Tell us a couple of stories of people that okay. are by this. Okay. Well, one of the ones I tell a lot is um, Eric Martin, who was an aeroplane mechanic in World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, he was from Tasmania, that little island on the south, southern, off the southern coast of Australia. And um, he was actually on on um, ABC TV some years ago, which is on our website. People can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had been an aeroplane mechanic in World War II. Of course, they had no hearing protection then. Mm-hmm. So he got tinnitus and he had tinnitus his entire life. When he came across sound therapy, he was in his 80s and he had had tinnitus for 60 years. And he did sound therapy and after six months, the tinnitus was gone. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And I tell a lot of people about this because, you know, it was severe tinnitus. It was chronic long-term. He was old and it worked. So that shows that it can work for anyone. Now, we can't promise that in every case of tinnitus, it's going to get rid of it. Sometimes it just reduces it. but. Always, it helps people sleep better. Mm-hmm. And that is a godsend with tinnitus because when it disrupts your sleep, that's when it really has a negative effect on your life. So, okay. yes, that was one. Mm-hmm. Another story I love is um, uh, Henry Costa, who um, was a gentleman in his 90s. <laughs> it's not only for old people, but I yeah, think they're sure. a great example. <laughs> Sometimes people say, yeah. am I too old for it to work? No, you're not too Absolutely old. Absolutely not, yeah. <laughs> this man was in his 90s and he was starting to experience dizziness. He was living alone and he was finding just stepping over that little step into the shower would throw him off and he was worried he was going to lose his independent living. Mm-hmm. So he got programmed for that. And he used to ring me up oh, every week or so and say, Raphael, it's not working. It hasn't helped. What? And every time I'd hear Henry Costas on the phone, oh, dear, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. So one day I came on the phone and he said, Raphael, it's working. The <laughs> worked. I've got my balance back. I feel normal again. That's amazing. And he said, you know, I feel so good. I'm walking down the street and I'm dancing. Aw, that's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> so that was one of many stories of people getting their equilibrium back. Like a woman who said when she had sound therapy, the earth stopped moving. Now, some people might want the earth to move, but in general, if the earth's moving all the time, that's not good. That mm-hmm. means there's an anomaly with your vestibular system. Right. Well, for her, when she did sound therapy, she realized, oh, the earth isn't meant to move all the time. Mm-hmm. And yes, so we find that when, you know, people have been to the doctor, the audiologist and the ENT and they haven't had an answer, sound mm-hmm. therapy will often be the answer. It's the things that fall between the cracker, cracks are sound sensitivity, which my mother had, tinnitus, mm-hmm. many forms of dizziness mm-hmm. and um, uh hyperacusis oh sound sensitivity oh the other one hearing in a noisy room now we call that the cocktail party syndrome and that's the biggest hearing problem because you know people don't care if they can hear well when they're home alone but when they go to a group they want to be able to hear and the trouble is when you get a hearing aid hearing aids are great they amplify the sound but of course they amplify the background noise as well sure and so it doesn't necessarily help people who have that cocktail party syndrome where they can't hear in a group sound therapy does uh-huh. Because it retrains the muscles in the middle ear. Uh-huh. And people say to us, now I can go to parties, I can go out to lunch with friends, and I can hear what people are saying. Oh, There's one cool. woman who 
um, her husband was helped with his hearing and she said, I've got to be careful what I say to him now or what I say to someone else because he can hear Because <laughs> he'll pick it up. <laughs> That's funny. So how, what, how long, how frequently do people have to do this in order to see a benefit and how long does it last if they don't continue the therapy afterwards? Yeah, that varies a lot. We recommend three hours a day of listening, especially in the first period, Um, but it doesn't have to be all in one go. And of course, you just have it on while you're doing other things. So it literally takes no time to do sound therapy. Put it on, press play, carry on with your day. Mm -hmm. So about three hours a day, and later on you can listen at night when you're sleeping as well, which I do. Mm -hmm. I have listened, Lauren, for 35 years Mm -hmm. every night when I'm sleeping. I was listening really? last week, every night. I mean, I do skip a week now and then just right. for a change, yeah. but I can sleep without it, but I sleep more deeply with it on. When I wake up in the night, I just put it back on again if the earphones are falling out and I go straight off to sleep. So we have many listeners like me who've been with us for decades and they contact me from all around the world and want to get the new program or the advanced program. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use it forever. Some people use it for six weeks or three months and then they stop and say, I'm fixed. Right. But right. some of those people come back 10 or 20 years later and say, well, you know, I'm older now, the problems come back, I've got another problem, yeah. I want to get back on the program. Mm-hmm. So it is so flexible. People design their own program. They read our book and they literally become their own therapist. Mm-hmm. And so then they can do it as much or as little as they want. We recommend at least three months to start to really get that first breakthrough. But for tinnitus, it can take longer. So people should be prepared to do six months or a few more. And then, you know, there's no need to stop. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the listening. Sure. Um, yeah. It's beautiful music. It's played quietly. Yeah. Uh, it's a great way of nurturing and looking after your brain for life. Mm-hmm. And in fact, because it builds and organizes brain connections, it helps to prevent brain degeneration, something we're all concerned about. You know, we don't lose our memories and get dementia. And right. sound therapy can assist in preventing that. Obviously, it's biochemical as well in our toxic world today. But in terms of the the direct tuning and stimulating of the, of the brain, sound therapy is great. It's easier than doing a crossword or learning a musical instrument, mm-hmm. and it does activate the brain. So mm-hmm. um, I recommend lifelong listening to anyone who enjoys it, yeah. um, but at least give it a go and just see what it does for you. Hey, that's great. And so would you say probably that same three-month initial trial period, regardless of what the, the condition is that people are trying to address, like if it's a child with dyslexia, for example, would you say give it six months, three months, or something along those lines? Or what what kind of recommendations do you give for that? Yes. Yes. Three to six months. Three okay. to six months. With okay. children, they don't have to do three hours a day. You know, young children can do half an hour a day. Older children can do an hour a day. Mm-hmm. And we do have special programs for children, incidentally. We have a younger children's program and an older children's program, which includes stories as well as music. Mm-hmm. And the story is also filtered through the electronic ear. So the voice is therapy itself. Mm-hmm. And the stories engage them and they want to listen to them over and over again, the way children do. Sure. This way the parents sure. don't have to read them. They can just say, put your sound therapy on. Yep, there you go. Awesome. So what have I not asked you that you think is important to leave with our audience? Um, Well, I suppose, you know, people get the impression when they hear about sound therapy that you have to have a problem to use it. It's for people with tinnitus or people with hearing loss or children with learning difficulties. And it is really important for those people. Mm -hmm. But it's actually beneficial to anyone who just wants optimum function. And that's me. 
Mm-hmm. I started this when I was 27. There was nothing wrong with me. I've got great auditory processing. I sleep well. I have good energy. Mm-hmm. I didn't need it, but it helps me just like exercise helps anyone. You know, we all need to exercise. Even if you're fit and healthy, still mm-hmm. good for you to exercise. Well, this right. is exercising the ease in the nervous system. Right. So it's a prevention to keep in good shape. Yeah. So who's it for? Anyone who has ears or anyone who has a brain. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. So I'm sure lots of people are now interested. Where can they go get more information on how okay, they can grow? So there's a special page for your listeners to go to. It's mysoundtherapy.com slash podcast. Okay. And if they go there, it will offer them some, some free information online, an ebook and some other special videos for your listeners. So they should start there and um, put in their details and we'll be able to communicate with them and send them relevant information that will ask what condition they're interested in. So mysoundtherapy.com slash podcast. Awesome. Well, I will link to that in the show notes. And this has been really enlightening for me. I'm so grateful to hear about this. Thank you, Raphael. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression? Unfortunately, even in the alternative healing professions, this isn't a given. That's why I've created WholeHealthDoctor.com, a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy. Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth. So if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to WholeHealthDoctor.com. That's Whole healthdr.com, type in your location or just the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you, so please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren DeVille. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com 